You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Mariah and friends. Minimize the fear. Expand your awareness. We're back in studio. Oh my God, I'm so excited. And it's Mariah. And I have a new friend with me. New old. New old friend. Repeat. Repeat friend. Yes. <laughs> Matt is on. Can can. Y'all. Welcome, welcome. Hello. Hello again. Yeah. In person though. In person. No more COVID nonsense. Well, it's I still mean, going on, but we're like, okay, we're not completely in the shutdown that we have to be. So. And I'm vaccine boosted. Oh yeah. Hey. Me too. Hey. Gotta love it. Gotta <laughs> love the pokes and the, the things. Yes. Speaking of pokes and things. Yeah. Mm. What's up, my friend? <laughs> what are we here to talk about today? D- not pokes and things. Oh. Specifically, not vaccines. Oh, I'm not here to but, talk I mean, about But that. maybe, poking. maybe yeah. there's some poking and things. There can be poking. Some okay. jabs. <laughs> yeah. Various okay. kinds. Yeah. Depends on uh, what they ask for. So last time we chatted, we were talking about your performing in Utah, mm-hmm. um, all the fun things, uh, burlesque shows, that kind of thing. And then you've been through a big shift. I most definitely have. I don't know a person on this planet who hasn't gone through an enormous shift in the last two years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so performing is wonderful. Performing is great. But I went on tour for six weeks. That was like an incredible experience. I've never been able to leave for a straight month and a half away from my home, away from Utah. And when I came back, I was just like, yeah, performing is it's a moment, but I'm ready to dive into a different um, kind of performance, I guess, or a different modality for yeah, performance. Yeah, I was going to say medium. Medium could be, <laughs> I mean, we, we, could talk, we could talk about Ooh. it like that, I suppose. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I hunkered down and took some time to myself, maybe about two months. And I wasn't off necessarily, but like had no day job stopped stripping and I was like well I have a lot of time to think and I just recalled some of the work I've been doing over time what I like what I don't like and I was like it is time for me to just step fully into being a dominatrix (laughs) (gasps) how fun I love that that evil laugh too right they love that oh yeah yeah the laugh is what makes it work yeah all right so doming yeah um, let's hear more about that and um, specifically around non-binary doming. Yeah. Is that like a category? It, it, you know, yes. It's but now. It's, but it's it not <laughs> necessarily like something that's sought after by like the, I, I, I hesitate to say normal clientele because there's really not any kind of like the normal, typical, typical mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of the clients that we get are older gentlemen. Mm-hmm. They tend to be straight identifying um, but have certain kinks, right? So some of them are looking for more of a daddy figure, but don't necessarily want to be facilitated by a daddy figure. So they didn't want me to show up in full drag and be like, now I'm going to feminize you. But what they do want is for a strong person to turn them into a femme, put them in stockings, paint their nails, okay. make them a bitch. For me, like what the majority of my clients actually happen to be like have some sort of religious trauma or gender trauma. Those Mm. are the ones that come to me. And so sometimes those two cross 
as well. I One of my first clients was like, all I want in the world is to be a Mormon woman. And here's me, right? Raised, <laughs> born and raised in the LDS church. Like, why on earth would anybody pay somebody to help them be a Mormon woman? But that's what they want. That's what they ask for. So I'm not here to say no. I'm just here to help. Yeah. I mean, I lived that role. Yeah. So I know better. Right. Fuck that role. Right. But that's amazing. Just the curious. And I wonder if it's just because it's always been that secret, sacred kind of like no touch, you know, don't really know what's going on behind the curtain kind of thing. And so they want to experience that. I don't care to get into the psychology of it, but it is fascinating the draw. Mm-hmm. I mean, and a lot of it is psychological. Oh, yeah. And a lot of my work because of COVID and because of the quarantine has been online or just over the phone. So it's not necessarily hypnosis. But what happens when I speak to these people is it's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take you into a scenario. And, you know, if they are ex-Mormons <laughs> or active Mormons, what I do <laughs> is I'm like, I am now your bishop. Mm-hmm. And I take them into my office in their mind. And then they have to like confess their sins to me. This is a real thing. They absolutely fucking love it. And my favorite thing to say to them as they're getting very excited is, you're not worthy. Ah. And they just live. Yeah. Live to be unworthy. It's very bizarre. But again, like the psychology behind it doesn't necessarily make sense to me. All I know is that the reactions are make complete sense to me Mm -hmm. the way that they're breathing the way that they're vocalizing or not vocalizing is yeah is a is displaying to me that whatever kind of mind fuck i'm giving them it it's working the joy that you say like i saw the mind fuck i'm giving them like (laughs) i love that that's so fun But for our listeners who aren't in Utah, who maybe, you know, Mormon is just a word that they've maybe heard or not very familiar with, you know, the bishop is the congregation leader and you meet typically yearly with them, if not more, to tell them like, you know, what's been going on. And um, this is when you confess and usually you're told if you're worthy and you can have your temple recommend or take the sacrament or not. Um you know, you can Google it if you really want to. <laughs> like, there's lots of info about Mormons on, on, on Google, and you're welcome for saving you from the missionaries of having to learn about Mormonism. All right, moving you, on. You can call me instead. Yeah, it'll yeah. be a lot more interesting. I have a friend to hook you up with. <laughs> uh, so, so you have a very niche market. I, mm-hmm. yes, I okay. do. Okay, so I'm sure that clientele is just not flowing from you know like everywhere you how do you even advertise for that oh oh okay fucking surprise me please (laughs) you know it's an it's a niche market yes but that's not the only thing i do yeah but people who have religious kinks regardless of whether or not they're mormon will call me because they're fascinated by religious kinks period so we get a lot of catholics a lot of catholics i get a lot of baptists um so regardless of whether or not they're specifically Mormon, they'll still come after and seek me out. And again, a lot of it is also gender fuckery, which is great for me being non-binary. And my, my Dom name is Mix Novatrix. Mm-hmm. MX Novatrix. N-O-V-A-T-R-I-X. You can find me anywhere. And that mix, if 
if you're familiar with the community and if you're familiar with, you know, non-gendered, um, the word, miss, um, what are, what are those words called? Prefixes. Prefixes, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're familiar with non-gendered uh, prefixes, then you can actually see it and understand it for what it is. Mm-hmm. But people who don't understand what it is, like older, m- white, male, straight clientele, just think it's short for mistress. So it works both ways. Oh. And they do call me mistress. Or again, if they're ex-Mormons and they're coming to me for that kind of session, they call me bishop. <laughs> So it makes me so happy. I actually had a client that was like, well, you're the Relief Society president. I'm like, no, bitch. I'm the bishop. I'm the bishop. Look at me now, mom. Right. Look at me. (laughs) My mom knows about it for sure. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Are you, did you say, are you allowed to swear? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, no. No, we don't censor anything here. All right, good. That's why we are a podcast. Um, And thank you. Thank you, YouTube, for not censoring us. One of the social media platforms that kind of allows us to be who we are. Nice. Everything else, it's, it's a censorship. Yeah, yeah, we're wondering about it. Absolutely. So you find some clientele through just kinks, religious kinks. Mm-hmm. And they they really find me, you know, like, yes, I work hard to reach out and figure out, you know, who needs me. And I I don't really advertise heavily online but i do have like a website that i have an ad on mm-hmm. and it has my information it links to my actual website exmormondom.com that's exmormon d-o-m-m-e.com and people will find me through there and send me a lot of messages inquiring after my services and it's all listed what i do what i don't do and uh you know it a lot of it is very psychological absolutely i mean that's what i mean most kinks are there's some type of I, and it's, it's safety, right? Mm -hmm. Going through a service like you, Mm -hmm. um, it's safe to explore that psychological pull to this need, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of me trying to actually go after being a bishop's wife. I have no clue. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Nobody would want that. Yeah. I mean, unless you do want that, then we'll have to really check you out. Brady, (laughs) what's your kink? I have a variety kink. What's your What's your religious kink? Oh, nuns. <laughs> nuns. I yeah. like that. Took me a second to get. Like, I thought you said nun. Me too. Oh no no nuns, nuns. like Catholic nuns. Yeah, oh, like not holy. not not a full blown like Mother Superior, like the one that's in training. Oh, uh, the yeah. one that could be easily get her before swayed. she's too far in. Yeah, like she doesn't quite cover all of her hair yet, you know, and she's. The hills are alive. No, kind of, <laughs> kind of a nun. <laughs> Nuns are a thing for oh. sure. For sure. <laughs> I think I've always wanted to like. Plus, plus like sub nun sounds good. Oh, a nun sub. Yeah. Yeah. A sub nun. Yeah. I had to say it a different way in case anyone <laughs> yeah. wasn't quite following. I yeah. gotcha. Gotcha. Take my sacrament nun. <laughs> Sister. So. Um, what else has kind of changed? Bring us up to speed on on life um, so, performing, and then kind of going into what this is now. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot changed. A lot changed. The world opened up and closed down at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. So as it closed down, what really needed to be here opened up. So even while I was on tour, I was thinking about like what I wanted to go home to, 
Because mm. whenever you're out of state, you, well, at least whenever I'm out of state, I constantly like look around. I'm learning. I'm trying to figure out what to bring back to Salt Lake City. I see the possibilities mm-hmm. and then take that back to my home, which is which is here. So, you know, pretty much everything just kind of turned inside out. I had my best friend and a girlfriend and I had like a train and I was like, me and my girlfriend are going to be together forever. We're going to have this kinky love story. It's going to be amazing. I got home. She broke up with me. My best friend stopped talking to me. I lost my job at the strip club right after I got home from tour and I had a lot of deaths in my immediate circles, Mm. countless cancer diagnoses amongst friends and colleagues and mentors. And it was just like a really dark fucking night of the soul. For like, and this was in October this year. So it's cuffing season anyway, right? And everybody wants to get with somebody and everybody had essentially left me. So I was left to my own devices. Thank God for my dommy mommy, my mentor, who like kind of took me under her wing and was like, well, this is how we start. This is how you can start gaining clients. This is how we navigate this world. And then after that, it's just become word of mouth and people have passed on my information and like I said, right before I got in here today, I had a friend call me and like say, Madison, I got requested to do this thing. I don't know why they think I do this thing. I'm not hands-on. You're hands-on. Mm. Can you paddle this person into oblivion as therapy? And I'm like 1,000%. <laughs> so just kind of like we re- do referrals yeah, right amongst this kinky world that we live in and utah in utah utah's extremely oh kinky we have to jeez how long have people have swallowed this down right and it just that builds that builds and builds the more you swallow <laughs> have you ever heard of the east berlin versus uh brazil no theory no like brazilians are just constantly humping so it's just sort of like actually relatively vanilla humping but everybody in East Berlin has to wear like spiked collars and leather to get off. <laughs> and it has to be from like being under the, you know, the iron curtain. Oh, oh. That, and we're just behind the Zion curtain. Yeah, that's the theory. We're behind the Zion curtain. So, yeah, everybody's into ball gags and paddles. Gotta get kinky. Gotta get your kink on in you Utah. Do. Last time the I best played kink with a whip. on earth. Yeah. Last time I played with a whip, I hit myself in the back fat. So I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> we're out of the salt flat doing photographs for the we podcast. Were, we were. We were out doing podcast shoots, and yeah, he's out there <laughs> whipping himself. Yeah, apparently. Modulation. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> a little ouchy. <laughs> a little ouchy. Okay, Dom. And hands on. What do you What do you want to know? What specifically? Um, there's the 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 world is so broad and it's so deep and there's so oh much yeah. to it. So if you have specific questions, I can go down that train and just fall into it for hours. Mm-hmm. So we're we're definitely not going to get to it all. No. Yeah. Um, but if you ask me a specific question or curiosity that you have, let's take it that direction. How picky are you with people that you'll work with? Extremely picky. You have to be. They have mm-hmm. to come correct or not come at all. That's what I've been saying recently is it's like, no, come correct or don't come at all. So there's a shit ton of no's. So there's like, I've been in that relationship in the past where like, I don't even seek it out. But if I happen to end up in a relationship with someone who's into it, and I'm already kind of like working on something with them, then I'll probably be more open to the conversation. But I would never like throw an ad up being like looking for sub, you know, because uh, you, you, you end up getting flooded with all kinds of, I don't want to say crazies, but just people that aren't 
in a good place for that behavior. Correct. Right. And that's why you have to vet people and that's why you have to fill into it and determine what what you are and aren't willing to do and who Mm -hmm. you are and aren't willing to play with. And because it's my business and I get paid for it, right, to handle people in very specific ways, there's a lot of negotiations and there's a lot of no's. And if they can't, um, you know, pay my rate and if they can't behave accordingly, then I simply won't see them. So the majority of yeses to no's is very, like, slim. Mm-hmm. Um, because they, if uh, there's a lot of this like topping from the bottom mentality, which is like, yes, I want to see a mistress so I can like take over the mistress. It's oh. so ridiculous. And you can always tell somebody who wants to do that. They, they want to dominate the dumb. Yeah. They have certain tells. They just have certain. Oh tells, yeah. And you're just, you just don't even see them. You can sniff those folks a mile away, honestly. Right. And you have like multiple hoops. You're just like, here's a hoop, here's a hoop, here's a hoop, here's a hoop, here's a hoop. If you don't answer the question correctly, you're not going to play. If you haven't done this by this time, we're not going to see each other. Like you're required to be an upstanding individual that listens to me, the mistress, without question. And if you can't do that in our negotiations through email um, and a vocal phone call, then you're certainly not going to see me in person. Mm. Sure. It's a, it's a whole process and there's like a lot of safety measures put in yeah. place to ensure that you're not dealing with fuck boys who just essentially want to top from the bottom because nobody's got time for that. Nobody's got time for that, especially not me. And then again, if we're discussing domination within a professional context, it's very different than domination in a personal context. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, in my personal life. I never got paid. Yeah, well, that's your, that's your fault. <laughs> 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 I mean... I enjoyed it, so I'm not going to complain. But, right. uh, but yeah, it's different in a uh, in a play community, uh, non professional context. And I do have people that I talk to about it all the time. Right, this is what I talk about all the time, and I get a lot of inquiries around just like this. Right, like, can you just talk to me about it? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, we can have a session. We can talk about it, and then um, you can decide whether to move forward or not. Or I'm just answering couples' questions. Mm-hmm. I love couples. So I we're going to get an invoice later, Brady? Maybe. No, no, this is different. But I do, hey. no, I do charge couples to talk about it. Yeah, this is the gift today. Love it. Um, but yeah, that's been a lot too, is just people not understanding the world whatsoever. Yeah. Coming to me to get a little bit of insight into what it is. Why dominance? Why submission? And a huge piece of my work is to like... Um, teach about BDSM beyond the body because again I'm a non-binary person but also just like get it through like get it into people's heads that like dominance and submission isn't connected to any body or body part like any specific gender no it's a psychological phenomenon that we can all take on all adopt and all be really good at as long as we understand the structures and safety that need to be in place Mm mm-hmm you said something um, about education. Yeah, you're an educator. I am. I mean, that's the whole reason we connected. I think in the first yeah. place, I was like, "Hell yeah, let's uh-huh. get this. Let's talk about education in Utah." So, um, really, so much of it is you're educating. Totally. And um, I mean, that's what we do here. Yeah. Salty sex yeah. cast, right? Mm-hmm. So, for those who just don't know anything about that world. What would be a couple things that they can walk away with knowing today or learning oh, today? Man. 
Um, I think I said a little bit about it that uh, dominance and submission do not belong to any gender. Mm -hmm. So a dominant is not male, a submissive is not female. That tends to be a really big complicated thing and the reason that they get into bdsm is they want some sort of like powerful female mistress to dominate them and take on that role and switch that like that's way less of what it can be Mm -hmm. that's like a baseline understanding that's like what we see in 50 shades of gray or like whatever we want you know what i mean like we want to turn the tables we want to like it's very like (laughs) it's not like vanilla that's not the right word but it's just very like baseline basic Basic. It's just like you're not, it's like um, when people think of like any kind of subcultural thing mm-hmm. and they gravitate towards the thing that's most accessible, it tends to be, I don't want to be this guy, but it tends to be the least authentic. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, I haven't done my research. I looked at one example and, oh, that's that that's, definition. Right? That's what it is. And mm-hmm. that's what we've always talked about is, you know, trying to find other viewpoints not of your own you know find more than just one article or one you know facebook post yeah (laughs) to learn from yes yeah and so that's why with this you know like i talk about it being a mind fuck Mm -hmm. like what are you trying to explore in your own mind beyond like just a hollywood version of like the underground coming to light what do you need what mm-hmm. do you need? Do you need release? And how does that release work for you? Is it pain? Is it purely psychological with no touch? Is it like an extreme amount of kindness? Because sometimes what they want is a mother. Interesting. What they want is a mother or a, a daddy. And, it's, and that almost can be more painful because that's the scary pieces. Those are the scary parts. I've had those requests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And this is when we get into real taboo territory, which is just like. Any roles that you've turned down? No. Um, outside of just like, I don't deal with shit. I'm not here for scat play. Yeah. None of that. I wouldn't mind having a piss pet, you know, like I wouldn't mind peeing on somebody, but I haven't done that yet. Um, but I get a lot of requests for that, but I haven't done it yet. Not Someone for- hasn't passed the bar yet? Nope um and just don't drink coffee before yeah yeah no, that tends to be bad or take or, vitamins or asparagus you know um <clears throat> nobody needs that in their life <laughs> but no i mean and like i said earlier like i don't sodomize people mm-hmm. i won't you know everyone wants uh, somebody to use a strap on on them and i'm like hey i don't do that go somewhere else for that i, I i'm very specific in what i do and don't do mm-hmm. right bondage i'll tie you up i'll like you know play with your mind we'll get into religion we'll get into gender but and animals you know like people want to be pets and i uh i like a good pet good boy (laughs) good good doggy (laughs) (laughs) so this is you know all of your performance training really is leading to this great opportunity for you right and it's it's mind-blowing to understand that like the the embodiment of these people, these characters, these roles is like, I do it on stage all day long, but then when I do it in a room with somebody, like it's just as powerful. So I get a lot of teacher requests. Oh, a lot. <laughs> There's so many things that I like, I would love the mind fuck like that. Oh, gets me so excited. It does, right? Yeah. I don't know if I could hurt someone. That's the one like, I didn't think I could either. 
Well, and I think we've talked about this more than once, you know, where um, I don't like to be hurt. Mm-hmm. Pain isn't my thing. Well, spanking just to wake me up is okay, right? But hit me twice, I'll hit you back. Like, it's not, <laughs> we're not having fun anymore. Well, that's why we have restraints. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So, so, so that would be like something I'd be like, oh, yeah, I have this itty bitty portion of people that I can work with, right? Like, just because you have all these roles that you can fulfill and are happy to fulfill. It's not just like, okay, I rarely, yeah, I rarely turn down a role. I rarely turn down a role. Um, just because I find it to be interesting and it's a curiosity and it expands oh. my, it expands my capabilities Yeah, and the mind like will be flexible. Mm-hmm. So when you say I can't do this, yeah, 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 yeah. You, the, you have to negotiate it in a container where an expansion can happen. Because we all have those edges, right? Where it's just like, (laughs) this is my edge. Mm -hmm. This is a no for me. And you're like, okay, cool. Excellent. I'm glad that you're uh, not into this thing. But you could be. So, you know, we're not going to do that today. But Think about it. Think about it. And what happens when we're playing in these realms, right? If they're just like, hey, listen, I'm like fine with like you using your hand to spank me but I really don't like yardsticks. I really can't do paddles because like I had a teacher that paddled me and that really is weird. Your hand is fine, but paddles are not a thing. And I'm like, cool. So then if my client's with me and I'm like paddling them with my hand, I like get around to their face and I look at them in when they're in a certain zone Mm -hmm. and I'm like, hello, I'm going to grab that paddle over there now. And they go, no, no, no. I'm like, yeah, because you've been very naughty. You've been real naughty. And I don't. But I plant the seed in their mind that that's what's going to happen. And that fear response of like, no, no, no. And then me not actually crossing that boundary mm-hmm. actually creates a weird trust thing. Yeah, more it's like safety. A bond. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, then they leave. And it's a teasing. Yeah. And this is what I learned in burlesque is it's like, you're scared that I'm going to take my bra off in front of you, but you want it, but you're scared because you don't want to. You don't want to enjoy it. And. <laughs> Right. It's a weird human thing. That's fun. It's a really weird human thing where you're like, you're scared of me. Ah, the and psychological nervous. tease yeah. just is so fucking fun. They're nervous, uh, right? But then you do it and they're like, oh my God, I really liked that. Same thing with, like, I would never cross a client's boundaries. But what I will do is do a psychological tease where I'm like, you see that? Hold it under their face. And be like, lick this. Like this paddle that you're so terrified of. Lick it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. One of the things that I did to build that like momentum was uh, my sub was texting me being a brat. Oh God, when they're brats. Oh, I fucking love brats. <laughs> it gets like, it, it, that's the ammunition I need in my gun, right? Yeah. Like, be a brat, talk back. I love it. And so like, as she's talking shit, I like went to the hardware store and started putting stuff in a cart and was like taking a picture and, yeah. send, and sending it to her. And she like, all of a sudden I get this like pouty face emoji sent yeah. to me. Like, I promise I'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> Too late, bitch. You're yeah, gonna, you're, <laughs> we're going to do it. You're going to, you're going to crawl on your hands and knees over rock salt to me. <laughs> and you're going to like it. Yeah. You'll say thank you. Yeah, you will. Mm-hmm. You'll say thank you. And they do. <laughs> yeah. And then they tip you on top of that too. Mm, well, so fun. I mean, not, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I I'm sure she paid. tipped you. I tipped her. Yeah. Oh, oh shoot. Okay. Good uh, job. I mean, no, there are professional He didn't even subs. push the button. Good job. 
You, you forgot you which get one mad it was. At me. No, I've changed the panel because oh. you get mad at me when I touch them. So I took them off so I'm not tempted. There's like sound effects and like little. That. I can find them. Cricket. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just would get a little too buttons heavy. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Push my buttons, right? Oh. Oh. But, but yeah, so you'll you. will say thanks when I'm done. <laughs> Might kick you. Might kick you. You see these boots here, my friend? Mm-hmm. Oh, now he's thinking about where those boots are going to go later. I know it. but no so you plant the seed in their mind around like what they're afraid of Mm -hmm. and you you flirt that edge in the mind oh yeah not psychologically i mean not um physically psychologically you flirt psychologically and then they leave and then they think about it It then they come back and it's almost empowering for them Mm -hmm. right absolutely they they build this sort of like well i'm in charge yep Yep. Attitude about it. Like, well, I, I see a lot of healing in it, really. Totally. Honestly, I think you're doing people a service. Uh, 1,000%. Yeah. Because how many people, and I, I discuss this with friends all the time because this is my world. This is my mm-hmm. life, right? I'm like, how many people do you know that can walk hand in hand with someone to the edge of their shadow, to the edge of their deepest fear, their deepest shame, hold their hand right there on the edge of that cliff and be like, hey, so whenever you're willing to jump... I'll be there with you and we'll jump together, but I'm not going to do it without you. And I'm not going to do it unless you give me permission. Yeah. Nobody. I mean, there's very few people who can skirt that. Well, that was like part of the reason why I asked like how many people do you end up saying no to? Like I, I really like my wife was completely unaware of the fact that I'd ever done BDSM because She's not into it. There was no need to have the conversation. And then one of the girls we were dating was like, oh, yeah, like, da, 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 da. and I was like, yeah, no problem. And there was sort of that, like, what mm-hmm. conversation where it was like, yeah, no, I'm capable. It's not something that I actively seek out because I don't want to do harm to anyone <clears throat> by stumbling across someone who's like not prepared. Well, and but that's there why... is like that exposure, ther- like the end of that exposure therapy when they like can stand up and you like wipe them off mm-hmm. and you go into that aftercare mode and they're like, mm-hmm how badass am I? And you're like, dude, you're a badass motherfucker. Right. And they're like, it. I am. You did it. Yeah. There's like healing in that shit. 1000%. Yeah. So Brady, where can they hire you, sweetheart? No, I get kicked <laughs> off Tinder. Uh, well, no. I mean, you I might s- have a Bumble account though. I'm not sure. I'd have <laughs> oh to look. God. You say about like harm, mm-hmm. right? And because some of this, these therapeutic modes are like inducing pain, mm-hmm. right? That's where negotiation comes in. That's where professional training comes in. Right. That's where like knowing how these tools affect the body comes in, knowing what you're looking for as far as like touching their body, their temperature, their eyes, their yep. like, how would they're, how are they standing? <clears throat> Making sure they're hydrated. You're checking just basic body function, almost like an e- functions, almost like an EMT, but like you, you have to be so aware. I like that you mentioned hydrating. Cause one of the things I do is I'll use water as a reward. You should hydrate them, (laughs) but it's just like you, you have to know what you're looking for, Sure, which is why not just anybody should be doing this. And certainly not just anybody can do this right? because it, it will fuck your mind too. Yeah. If you're not prepared to handle. I was going to ask later about Dom drop, Uh, top drop, Dom drop, whatever you want to call it is definitely a thing. But again, if you're prepared and you know what you're looking for. Yeah. Then you can take care of you like you take care of your sub because your sub, if in a professional context, is not going to call you and come over and cuddle. Right. So you have other people to do that for you. You have mentorships, uh, 
mentors or mentorships, paid mentorships, wherein you can call these people in a container and be like, listen, these are the things that are going on in my mind. I'm feeling like a piece of shit mm-hmm. because I did these things to this human, even though they wanted them. Sure. What oh, is yeah. what is happening that there? So I, I needed reassurance something. from my partners that was like that they weren't afraid of me mm-hmm. because in that <clears throat> in that mindset, they would be very much afraid of me. Mm-hmm. And so I always needed like afterwards, of course, after I took care of them, because that was what was priority during aftercare. Mm-hmm. But I needed just some like cuddle with me mm-hmm. and act like you feel safe with me. Yeah. And then I'll be fine. Then I'm still your safe place. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to still be your safe place after I get done smacking you in your mouth and waterboarding you or whatever. Whatever needs to happen. <laughs> yeah. One thousand percent. Yeah. But it's just being a uh, trauma informed trauma aware not just physically but emotionally and mentally can go a long way in 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 ensuring safety tip trauma-informed practice Mm -hmm. yes something i actually teach so (laughs) yes so then you understand like how critical it is to know what you're looking for absolutely because this work does directly involve trauma and sexual trauma is one of the not always a context within it not always but more often than not, yeah. My first sub was actually, I think her whole thing was built around being bored. Because mm. she was like a sweet little farm girl who had never been touched. Wow. And then that was when I got like, you know, training and did my research and yeah. started understanding. And we like built a program. And then, uh, yeah, my second sub was, that was all trauma. And so it was like, I almost had to relearn how to play the game. Right. And that's why you, you got to go slowly. Yeah. You have to go slowly because like, for instance, with me and somebody I just met, right? They're like, these are my edges. I'm like, you have extremely intense edges. I'm not going to touch those in our first session. Yeah. Why? I don't know you. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm going to take you in really, really slow. And often what they say is like, hey, you know, you gave me a pain threshold of about a four, right? Like I was sitting at a four. You inflicted that amount of pain to that point, I really want a seven. And I'm like, I'll tell you when you get a seven. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm doing. I know. But I did now not you know what a four limits. looks like mm-hmm. on them, their facial, mm-hmm. anything The you the have way, a barometer mm-hmm. setting their well, skin, even like the, every yeah. person's the redness, skin yeah. behaves differently. Interesting. And it's just like where it's purple, where it's pink, how they're reacting, how they're breathing, where they're sweating, like what kind of tools do what kinds of things to this specific body? Because if it looks like it's an eight and you talk to them, Hey, is that, where are you at? That's a three. Okay, boo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and you have to like I I always built up slow because sometimes you'll stumble. Like you you'll hit something that you didn't. You'll hit a wall they didn't know was there. Right. Yeah. And one time I said, uh, "Don't be so stupid" or something like that. I just said the word "stupid," and it like immediately like brought everything to a halt. Like, don't ever call me We're stupid. Done. Yeah. 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 Untie me. We're finished. Well, and then they know for the next play session that that's a that's a a red flag. Yeah. That's a limit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we touch those all the time by accident. Yeah, without knowing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's not like I'd ever had a conversation about like, you know, she she was like, oh, I totally love name calling. But then never said, but don't ever call me stupid. Because I don't think she knew at that moment that she didn't want to be called stupid. And that's Mm -hmm. why like the work is so critical, right? Because we're helping each other understand our limits. But then we're also able to um, push past those limits in time. Incrementally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And slowly. Incrementally. Well, no. well, incrementally is not a word. Incrementally? 
Incrementally. In, in, ooh, increment. Yeah. In, in, <laughs> there you go. That works too. Yes. Um, but yeah, um, nice and slowly because yes. yeah, she probably didn't know that stupid was a thing for her. Yeah. Right. Just, well, then, and it can go the opposite way too, where if you're like, you dumb bitch. And they're like, Ooh, call me that again. Yeah. I'm like you dumb bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and they go, Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. What are things that you have discovered about yourself on this journey? Um, you know, the pure joy you get from it. Yes. <laughs> Cause you know, I was like, Oh no, I'm not a, I'm not a sadist. Hmm. I, I'm not a sadist. I don't hurt people. I'm like, Oh, I hurt people and I enjoy it. I really do like Ooh. it, but I, I don't, I'm not looking to hurt them. I'm looking to heal them. And if pain is their medicine, you enjoy their release. Yep. It's a journey. Yeah. It, and, and no matter whatever modality that is, mm -hmm. if it's pain, if it's pleasure, whatever you were saying, even if it's sometimes kindness. I need a mom. Yeah. Sometimes I need a mom. And that's the thing too, is it's like, I was like, I don't think I can do this early on. Mm. Right. And then I remember my first Dom session and I was very nervous and I was like, I don't know if I, and then once he got under my care, it was like somebody came in. I don't know who she was. Say she, because it felt like a female presence at the time, but I was just like, hi, you're mine. Like beat the shit out of him. Not, you know, not extensively, but to within, within the context that he allowed me to. And, uh, for, and for me, like, it was just like, I was like stepping on him and I was like beating him and I was pulling his hair and I was tying him up. And I was like, I didn't know I had the capacity to do these things. Ooh. How empowering for you though, to unlock that for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I just kept doing it and I still do it. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, there's like invitations from clients, right? Like. Will you do this for me? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I can necessarily, but we will, and I'll, I'll tell them, I'll tell them if I don't have any like experience in it. Like for instance, my first clients that were like, please be my mommy. I was like, mm, 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 I don't know if I, <laughs> I was like, okay, so just so I full disclosure, <laughs> full disclosure, this is not something I do, but I am willing to indulge you in it uh i have teacher authority fantasies on my website not mommy but if you need a mommy i'll play in mommy for a minute and i was like oh god hi mommy hi mommy do you name the different personas that you get to like depends oh my gosh that'd be fun i usually name the subs ah as opposed to me mm -hmm. i'm like okay this is the role i'm taking on um <laughs> very few of them get to call me daddy mommy i don't mind uh because it's a little distance daddy is like very close only my favorites get to call me they daddy. have to earn it yes mm -hmm. mommy i don't really care um always mistress uh it's but, funny because i'm the same way about the word mommy daddy daddy yeah yeah like that only i think only one's ever gotten to call me that the rest have different names for me right yeah. and i but i usually name my subs you know and uh like and every every uh title is connected to a different thing i really don't mind mommy because i'm not attached to mommy yeah there's no personal history for you nope i'm attached to daddy there's a story to daddy mm -hmm. there's a story to master mommy yeah. yeah i had a funny experience one time 
uh, where uh, I was sitting in this like office type environment, and one of the guys was like, "Have you heard about these people that get dressed up like stuffed animals to go fuck each other?" <laughs> Oh, I love your blue collar <laughs> job and that you bring in these stories. Okay, continue, so my I, friend. I get that strange that strange statement from him, and, and one of my friends sitting with me knew the girl that I had been dating for a while, and then uh, was kind of aware of our unique relationship. And I turned and I looked at him, and I was like, "Nope," but I do remember taking my girlfriend out and walking on a leash in a park. So good, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh." Uh, well, God damn. Oh, God damn. Good God damn. I, I got a phone call I got to go make. <laughs> Brady, you really got to be careful with some of these guys at work. They're not healthy. They can have a heart attack. No, I'm just kidding. No, you're not right. That you're not wrong. Bit, In no. fact, you know this person. Oh, okay. <laughs> Makes it even better. Oh, all right. That's funny. We'll fill you in off the air. It's yeah. Funny. No, I'm not excited. Fair. I'm excited. <clears throat> yeah. um, that was very biased of me to say, by the way, to like judge all your coworkers, but. No, you're not wrong. I just wanted to call, call a spade a spade. We're worried. And I'm, <laughs> I'm a very a aware that I just did that. So. <laughs> um, You get to discover some things about yourself. Mm-hmm. You get to name your subs. Yep. Yep. That's fine. And it's just, yeah, it's been a journey, you know, and the biggest thing for me is navigating like professional uh contexts with domination um therapeutic contexts within domination Mm. uh counseling right like all right if you're do you need a session this is what that looks like oh you don't want a session you just want to talk about it well then that's what this looks like because i'm not being handling you in the same way or um yeah or just personal romantic contexts within domination because I get sought after for that, right? Like if you, if people know that you do it professionally, there's a lot of shame and shade in the scene. Oh, like, well, they're a pro, so they're not going to play. It's like, no, no, I will play. I can play and have my professional context be left out of the play. And that's like, if I show up to a scene or if I show up to like like a scene, um, like a party, you're like, oh, that's a pro. And like, so people will look at me like that. And I'm like, no, actually what I want to do today is just like, be flogged until I can't talk anymore. Cool. Right. I don't want to, I don't, I'm not handling any of you Mm. take care of me this time. Is that cool? And so like you kind of, you have to navigate the situations very carefully, a lot of negotiation and you're fighting expectations. You're fighting expectations from the muggle world. You're fighting expectations from the professional world, from the kinkster world, from the community world. That's like, hi, I know what you do and I know you get paid to do this, but like, what are you going to do when you play? And I'm going to have to like pay you. I'm like, no, not in this context. If it was an external context. Yes. Just everything is negotiation and communication. Absolutely. And self-awareness. And so you know where your line is. Was this, you know, I don't want to say was this once a client and now going into romantic scenario. Cause that's, always the line we're always never trying to cross right but if something like that happens you have to call it out right when you're at a scene and you are playing and then now someone who comes in who is a client what does that look like right you know there's so many different things that you have to navigate oh i feel like i'd have rules if i was getting paid by subs like if you see me in public these are the rules you have to follow yeah i'd have rules oh that'd be fun yeah yeah if you just See me willy-nilly off the street. Yeah. This is how you have to act. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, my God. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And rules are a lot of fun. 
But I don't often see my subs just on the street. Yeah. It's not that kind of relationship. <laughs> well, well you, were, you were talking about that going from client to like relationship borderline. And it, 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 I have to admit, it made me think of the Seinfeld episode when he kept paying his maid, but she wasn't cleaning it anymore because they were dating. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking <laughs> I about. I do. Yeah. Well, and that's like in the, in the like, and that's another kink, right? Is that taboo? Ooh. Of like, oh, but. I could be a client and then we're going to break the taboo of client mm -hmm. uh, professional uh, facilitator relationship by dating. <gasps> it's a total kink. And you just have to be like, okay, let's keep the kink within the kink. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, like yeah, it yeah, could yeah. be a role play or uh -huh. a scene, but the stripper's not actually in love with you. Yeah. The Dom isn't actually interested. Oh, what a mind fuck. Yeah. Thank you, fingers. <laughs> oh, that wasn't in front of the camera, was it? No. Okay. No. no. Um, new setup. New setup. Yes. Yes. But it's nice to be back in studio. Yeah, I Thank like you for studio. taking such good care of it, Brady. I've missed Amazing. you. I, I, I felt pretty worthless while you were off doing all your Zoom shows. I know. It's hard. I'm like, hey, Brady, can you get us a budget so we can fly guests to Utah? Uh, yeah, so uh, all we got to do is go to patreon.com forward slash salty sex cast. Make sure you type that in exactly um, because you can't find us in the search because we are NSF. Uh, what is it? NS, not FW. NSFW. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Mm -hmm. yep. 18 year old. I learned that on Reddit. Ooh, <laughs> Reddit teaches a lot. Yeah. 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 Reddit. If you have the patience to dig through like shit bullshit. Yeah. 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 There is a lot of shit posting. Yeah. We're just like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's It's an app on my phone that I got on. And I was like, this is interesting, but I could see how it could just suck you in for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I've ended up down some rabbit holes because of Reddit. Reddit. That's how nice. I started my whole side business. Reddit rabbit hole? Yeah, Reddit rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. There's probably an R rabbit hole. Yeah. So you're good at naming things. Mm -hmm. Very good at naming things. What would this name, what would the name of this episode be? Oh, God. Well, I mean, <laughs> if I'm being biased. Yeah, please. Um, that is welcome here. I would be, I would call it like ex-Mormon Dom. All right. Like the ex-Mormon Dom episode. Love it. Dot com. Dot com. Ex-Mormon Dom dot com. <laughs> D-O-M-M-E. D-O-M-M-E. Like mommy. <laughs> but dommy. <laughs> but don't. Yeah, yeah. For Thanks, sure. Braid. <laughs> braid. I'm Whoa. sorry. I didn't like that one. <laughs> nope. No. no. Well, speaking of names, like maybe. Icky. <laughs> change names you can renegotiate yeah we're gonna yeah, yeah. we're gonna keep I feel like trying. there's one person in the world who calls me braid and i'm not a huge fan of them all right oh. well yeah. now we're gonna stop that right now <laughs> that's so hard i don't have nicknames i have one single nickname that someone has given me and that is my spouse but it's always mariah like i've just never even my parents maybe once in a while have said like mariah and it just doesn't sound right right like i don't know i feel like i've been like raya or something oh, yeah. like drop the yeah. front but Ryan's not consisting cute. not consistently consisting is what well, I, think, I don't know like i i personally think like names are important to people and so they like are. I, I i guarantee you every single one of of your subs are very proud of their name oh absolutely yeah. like well, they're buying they're buying custom clothing right now with it on there <laughs> well it's beyond um, just another like, little market to your website yeah right <laughs> 
the uh, Facebook predictor said that I would have another business this year. So who knows? I saw that post. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, another one? Uh, another one? Fuck. Another one. Well, and that's like the importance of language, right? Negotiation, communication, uh, terminology, the words that you use do have effects on the people that you are engaging with, whether in a professional context or a personal context. Because when I say slut, Mm-hmm. to somebody sometimes that is life-giving and if i say slut to another person it is the most detrimental insult they could they could ever hear like we um, talked about stupid or like we talk about stupid right yeah. but then it also goes with names right so yeah. like if i say francis and that's one of my clients that's not his real name he just is like oh my, and instantly in headspace instantly in that mode <laughs> instantly where he needs to be um or you know my servant i have a servant named corvus is like corvus i do not call him by his human name ever <laughs> uh he is my servant and he uh takes very good care of me but like these names will put them in in a mode yeah that's funny you use names because i used a uniform mm-hmm yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Like if I came down the hallway in a certain set of clothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Then it was time. Yeah. Well, and then if you add the names yeah. and the uniform. Totally. And the music. Pavlov's dog right there. Yeah. Just go. Right in instant headspace. Yeah. yeah. And then you add smells to that too. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. If you have specific smells. And this is what is I'm gonna so, have to share a song with you later. You will. Yeah. Well, and this is what's so beautiful about having long term containers, right? And creating trust with clients and really taking the time to get to know them, negotiate with them, communicate like absolutely everything that you can with the understanding that you might push buttons. But once you get to know them, you really get to know what makes them tick. Mm-hmm. And then if you know what makes them tick, then that trust will allow you to push those edges to the point where they can climb over those edges mm. and then maybe not maybe not need certain things anymore or like really understand like it's a conquering why moment. why those things were there in the first place it's an, an understanding and a conquering and like deep empathy for the self yeah once you can have that mirrored by a domina or like whoever you need it mirrored by uh, a lover a teacher a mentor all of a sudden it becomes something totally understandable and sure. very human. Like, I want to be a pig. Huh. All right, Suey. <laughs> Suey, <laughs> let's go. You a piggy now. You're my little piggy. And they're like, I'm your piggy. And it's just the most beautiful thing. It sounds stupid. Yeah. But if you can give that to somebody who needs that, all of a sudden they're like, huh. like, I'm okay. They yeah. just were validated in something that's been pulling them mentally, emotionally for how long? Well, and Forever. sometimes they, they probably yeah. resisted too. Absolutely. They didn't want to admit that they wanted to be a piggy. And yeah. just be proud <laughs> yeah. that they recognized that, they communicated that, and oh my God, now someone is fulfilling that. Like yeah. that's massive for so many people, especially when mainstream society has probably said, you're fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yep. You know, whatever, put some type of judgment or label that's negative on it. And then they get to have that safety in something where they, you know, you provide. You said, oh, shit. There was a word that you were saying. And I was like, I don't reckon. Water sports? <laughs> I didn't say water sports, oh. but that's in your head. And that's just fine. <laughs> Brady, that's what I thought I heard. <laughs> Fair enough. I did say piss pet earlier. Oh, piss pet. You yeah. did. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, pistol. No, nope, I'm not going to remember it anymore. Coalition. That's okay. I was just going to expand all of our vocabulary oh, wait. by expanding my own. Was it cuffing season? Because I wrote that on the back of my hand. What's oh, that? Where, yeah, go ahead. Cuffing season is usually, uh, it starts around October. And what happens is anyone who's single usually will just find the easiest, and that's not fair, but this is this is what the context is. They'll find somebody who maybe isn't the best choice, but because winter is coming, they don't want to be alone. So they'll For just like cuff. Holidays. Yeah. Huh. And like, it's just kind of the time where you want to like hunker down with somebody, right? Before I married Jamie, and I, I probably should have asked for money, but I used to go to girls' families' parties so they could pretend that they were going to get married for yeah. their old people. See, for their old people. Why, yeah. why aren't you charging for these things? Because that was nice and they were feeding me. Oh, fair. I mean, hey. Yeah. And they were cute. And, I do a lot know. for a good cooked meal. Like, I love homemade food that I don't have to but make. they can cook for you and pay you. I know. Well, and there was always, like, that chance, too, that I, we were going to fool around. So, like, well, I, I took Well, you can as, fool around and get cooked for and get paid. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it works that way for guys. <laughs> I mean, it hasn't worked that way for me in the past. Well, this is for a trainee. Yes, I do train, and it, I, we can talk about that. Um, but really. <laughs> I have to get my wife's permission. <laughs> Let's talk to her first. Well, who's the real Dom? Right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Have you met Jamie? Uh, Absolutely. Jamie. Oh, yeah. 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 At least you know. Yeah. Well, and then that brings into the like, well, you said like, I don't know if it works that way for guys. What do you think I am? You're. Oh, shit. See, now you're confusing me. Exactly. This is why I'm trying so hard to <laughs> learn. That's the key. That is the key. <laughs> because well, I guess, I guess my issue is, so my, my experience from, from my direction has always been. Like, I'm the cis white male. Like, I'm basically just waiting to turn into Dick Cheney and be the villain, right? Yeah, that's, that's like the way I look to the rest of the that world. That is an uphill battle you will always fight is yeah. to not be the villain in yeah, someone exactly. else's story, right? So I'm, I'm constantly trying not to. And then so it's like... As soon as you get old, you're fucked because you're going to be the old white man. Yeah. Well, and then I'm, I'm probably going to finally, by then I'll have they, them down, right? Yeah. And people would be like, he doesn't have the other part down, fucking racist old man or whatever. At least you're bi. You got something for you, babe. Yeah, but I don't have like, there's not like a brand. No. <laughs> like, well, no, all I we can it. do, all we can do is um, work with the information that we've been given, yeah. have self-compassion and hire people to train us and teach us with the knowledge that they have. Like I'm constantly taking trainings with people that I'm not. Mm -hmm. Like very specific demographics that I'm not in order to learn. Yeah. Right. Oh, that makes sense. That's what we have to do. We have to learn, like teach each other and pay each other for diving into our trauma, which is why I'm I a fucking that. dom. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Is it's like, if I'm going to take on, like literally I was just like, I am the human confessional. I've been the human confessional for years. I've had men with their guilt ridden consciousness around sexuality, whatever that may look like for them, come to me and be like, please, for the love of God, Matt is on listen to these things like if if i'm willing to listen but what is the exchange mm -hmm. i am not here to be your emotional receptacle mm -hmm. i can help you but for you, you to drain me dry right right yeah. like there that is all be, my uh-huh there has to be an exchange which is where the money comes in sure well and when you are paying for that service the quality of it is much higher you know when i am um paying a professional or someone who's smarter than me to teach me something, I know that they are committed and not just going to be like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. I mean, I read a book once on it. Well, you, you hire mentors, read Absolutely. lots of books, yeah. and have lots of conversations. And that's why they charge. 
yep. because they have invested in their skill set. And often if you're hiring someone who is not you, who doesn't have the same life experience as you, like for instance, if you're trying to learn about how to not be a racist, mm -hmm. you would hire a POC educator and you would pay them because this is a traumatic thing for them to constantly have to explain. Yeah. So that's kind of like and with Mormonism, right? I got so fucking sick and tired of people coming to me and being like, please explain the Mormon thing. And I was like, guess what? You can pay me. Ooh. This is trauma. This is something that yeah. was not good to me. So you can pay me to discuss Mormonism. Yeah. So through my lens. Mm -hmm. Through my lens and through a gay perspective. Mm -hmm. um, well, and that's the thing, too, is it's like <clears throat> in, the, uh, in the world of non-binary domination, right? Is it's like, okay, are you a man? Are you a woman? I'm whatever you are paying me mm. to be. Oh. Yeah. Because I know both intimately. You feel daddy without question because that is what I'm channeling right now. You're feeling mommy without question because that is what I'm channeling right now. You're seeing your military officer right now through me and you need that. You're seeing a professional dog trainer. whatever, <laughs> And that's the character, right? Mm -hmm. But also because it's so innate in me to not be within the structured um, gender of society, it gets them really excited because they don't, they don't necessarily, I confuse them, but in ways that they're just like, there's something different <laughs> and I like it and I'm not sure what it is, but I'm willing to stay in it. Yeah. For whatever reason. To try I'm to in an it, yeah. unknown world. And how much do you notice when you're in a new environment, an unknown world, right? You're so heightened to new things. That's a fun discovery for somebody. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. <laughs> Super fun. Oh, my God. We're going to spend all night chatting about this. It's real. Yeah. Um, and just on cue. Sorry. Spiel our last bit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, you reach us, saltysexcastgmail.com. We're on Twitter, at saltysexcast. I've, we got like four followers now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, a couple more now. You will all make Brady so happy if you follow us on Twitter because he's our Twitter man because I don't do it. So thank you. Please and thank you. Or do it now. And then there also, try to get all the spectrum. It was there. good. <laughs> uh, what's our Facebook? I don't know that one. Salty Sex Cast. Okay. Type it in the search bar. I don't know. We'll Facebook. pop up. Well, you're only ones with. We have a very brand new thing. Oh, I, yeah. oh my God. We are announcing it here. Yes, okay. we're announcing it I'm, here. I'm listening. You have a website. I tell, do. tell us your website. www.xmormondom.com. That's x-mormondomme.com. There is a dash in there. Yep. We are now www.saltysexcast.com. Yeah. You can follow everything on there it's linked to our patreon it's linked to our etsy store because we have merch folks that's what i thought we were announcing those shirts are badass and they're, they're such like high well quality. made and comfortable right which oh. was like super important to me because i've had like radio stations give me t-shirts before mm -hmm. and i've been just like well it's gonna be a cum rag because it's uncomfortable to wear yeah. like cheapest shirt you could buy we do have taint towels Oh yeah, that's right. You said you were getting tank towels, and the studio now has a f an official sticker from the web from the Etsy Absolutely. shop. Absolutely, yeah. Get excited for merch. Fuck yeah, I'm merch. I'm excited for a website. So all I have to say is go to the website. All my shit's there. 
right? Isn't it yeah. nice to say that? So nice. Not, here's all my handles yep. across all my yep. things. Got a website. Check and it out. for all of you who are either on Instagram or Facebook, um, we have a following war between the two. So right now, Facebook's winning. We have more followers on Facebook than we have Instagram. And so Facebook let's see if sucks. we can fix that. That breaks my heart. Yep. Brady doesn't like Facebook. Prove him right. Avenge me. Mm-hmm. All right. Where else can <laughs> folks find you? Find me on Facebook. Um, if you want to find me under Madison, that's cool. But Madison Can Can is not the same as Mixnovatrix, the ex-Mormon Dom. They are two different individuals, but they exist in the same body, kind of like all the other characters that exist within me. Um, I do a lot of gendered counseling for youth and adults. I also do queer counseling for couples that are curious and confused and just need some validation in regards to why am I attracted to a boy as a AMAB, assigned male at birth human being. So lots of counseling. Lots of whatever questions you may have around kink, queerness, domination, or Mormonism. That's basically what I do these days. <laughs> It'll be worth your time. It is. All 1,000%. Right. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Really it's good to be it. back. All yes. Right. Cue the thing, my friend. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Salty Sex Cast. Ready for round two? Find us on Facebook.